Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ken Eddy Podcast. We're glad you're here. Ken is a realtor, speaker, and author with decades of successful real estate sales, years of global speaking engagements, and his books dedicated to helping fellow realtors are available right now on Amazon. Ken says, you give me your time and attention, and I'll give you clarity and direction. Now, here's your host, Ken Eddy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Today's topic will be a short preview of my newest book titled 10 Steps to Action, a book that I was motivated to write by my observations of people that continually fail to take action. Now, are you stuck in your tracks? Are you finding it impossible to move forward? Are you frustrated because you don't understand why you can't move forward? Ready, aim, ready, aim. We all know what comes next. It should be ready, aim, fire. A lot of people get ready, they aim, but they never pull the trigger. Most people are afraid to even try. They're waiting for everything just to be perfect before they take the next step or even the first step. Henry David Thoreau said, Most men lead lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them. What spurs you to take action? Or perhaps a better question might be, what stops you from taking action? In my book, 10 Steps to Action, I will explore the reasons behind and the steps you need to take to move forward. To turn yourself from a per- someone stuck in their tracks into a person of action. So let's dive into the 10 Steps to Action. Step one, imagination. How many times have you heard, where's your imagination? Come on, just use your imagination. Or perhaps, imagine what would happen if you did this or if you did that. Now, do you have an imagination? Do you have perhaps even a vivid imagination? Or do you feel that you have no imagination at all? You know, imagination, among other things, is a great tool. A great tool that we all possess, but just a few of us actually use that tool to its full extent. We tend to watch others use their imaginations, and we are in awe just how creative these people are, and we end up following their dreams, not our own. Michelangelo said, I saw an angel in the marble, and I carved until I set him free. Creative people use their imagination and get paid very well for using it. But imagination is not just reserved for the arts, it is also essential in business and in other areas. There are a long list of inventions from the light bulb to the telephone to even imagining the great exploits like the space race. All of this required a lot of use of someone's imagination or several people's imagination. Albert Einstein said, Imagination is more important than knowledge. Imagination is a language of the soul. Pay attention to your imagination and you will discover all you'll need to be fulfilled. If you can imagine it, then you're on the path to making it a reality. There are endless possibilities that your imagination can conceive. I encourage you to unleash your imagination and make your dreams come true. Step 2. Inspiration. Do you feel inspired? 
Are you waiting for inspiration to hit you? Do you even know where inspiration comes from? Now, why is inspiration so important? It is because inspiration works in conjunction with your subconscious to enlighten you and to show you which path to take. Once inspired, your trek forward will feel like an easy walk, not an uphill battle. Rudyard Kipling said, When your demon is in charge, do not try to think consciously. Drift, wait, and obey. Inspiration can spring forth from almost anywhere. From true events, books, and movies, they're all great catalysts for inspiration to rise from. George R. R. Martin was inspired to write Game of Thrones by the real-life events of the War of the Roses, plus the many writings of J.R. Tolkien. This is an example of a person that was inspired and, in turn, paying it forward by inspiring others. Tyrion Lannister, a character off the Game of Thrones, said, Never forget who you are. The rest of the world won't. Wear it like armor, and it can never be used against you. You need to be mentally open for inspiration to enter the mind, to spot it, to embrace it, and harness its power. St. Augustine said, God provides the wind, but man must raise the sails. Step 3. Idea. Where do ideas come from? We visualize a light bulb suddenly appearing above someone's head and we think, oh, they must have just had an idea. Maybe it's a brilliant idea. Why didn't I think of that? Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, had an idea to first sell books online. Now he sells just about everything. Sir James Dyson had an idea that cyclonic separation that works like a centrifuge to separate matter would be an ideal system for a vacuum cleaner. Obviously, he was right. Eric Wan, the owner of Zoom, resigned from Cisco Systems, believing that he could create a better video conferencing system. Obviously, he succeeded. Victor Hugo said, There's one thing stronger than all the armies in the world, and that is an idea whose time has come. Fertile soil is required for ideas to enter the mind, to grow and blossom. That's why it's so important to keep an open mind. Reading books, doing research, and just everyday life can all be good sources to get ideas. They say that 70% of ideas spring forth from people that are in the same industry. It could be the person in the next cubicle that has a brilliant idea that's going to affect and change the industry you are in. Now you cannot waste time, for the speed at which you act will separate success from failure. Do you have a great idea? Has its time come? Lewis Carroll said, In the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take, the relationships we are afraid to have, and the decisions we waited too long to make. Step 4. Motivation All of us are motivated differently. Some by money, some by ego and pride, some by a sense of achievement, and yes, some by just pure survival. What motivates you to get off the couch? Is it money? Now, money can be a great motivator, but remember what they say, money is the root of all evil. So be careful if you're just using money as a motivator. Ego and pride can be a double-edged sword, pushing you forward and up to great heights, but it could also cut you down. 
Survival can be a serious motivator. Just ask Aaron Ralston, who found himself in a life-threatening situation as he was hiking alone in Utah, climbing up and down the side of a mountain. He eventually found himself scaling down through a crevice, and his arm got stuck. He tried for hours and hours to free his arm. And as the days passed, he realized his only hope for survival would be to cut off his own arm. I encourage you to Google Aaron Ralston and read the whole story of his remarkable sacrifice to survive. Having a sense of venture can be a terrific motivator. It can turn a somewhat dull life into a voyage of excitement. Robert Frost said, Two roads diverged in the wood, and I took the one less traveled by, and that made all the difference. Now, phobias can stop us in our tracks. The fear of failure, the fear of success, of the unknown, of being judged, the fear of change, the fear of public speaking, and of course, the fear of death. Michael DeMontaigne said, He who fears he will suffer already suffers because he fears. Now, motivation can come out of nowhere, but you can't just sit around waiting for it. You need to go out and get it. Find out where it is. Discover what motivates you and harness its power. Engage your motivation and take the road less traveled. Step five, believe. Having belief in yourself and your abilities is necessary to make your dreams come true. You have to consciously be pushing yourself forward with the belief that you can accomplish what you are seeking. But be aware of your subconscious, for it can betray you if you let self-doubt creep in. Having belief in yourself is built on a foundation consisting of a lot of things. And three of them are self-esteem. It is built from childbirth and continues as we grow. Self-confidence. Every accomplishment, every goal you achieve will help to build your self-confidence. Positive attitude. Honestly, attitude is everything. Henry Ford famously said, If you think you can do a thing, or think you can't do a thing, either way you are correct. I could have devoted this entire book on the importance of having and maintaining a positive attitude. It separates the winners from the losers. These few points that I've just mentioned are the backbone of having belief in oneself. As I said, self-doubt can creep into your psyche like a thief in the night, robbing us of our future. Susie Kasim said, Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Believe in yourself. Your happiness depends on it. Step six, willingness. They say where there's a will, there's a way. But don't confuse willingness with desire. For many people desire to quit smoking, but do they have the willingness to do it? Vince Lombardi said, The difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack of will. Placing blame in all the wrong places is a sickness in our society. We blame our parents, our teachers, or just the whole world in general for our lack of success. 
where the real reason is staring back at us from the mirror. Do you have the will to succeed? To do what it takes to climb over the mountain, to get to the promised land? Can you visualize what it would be like to reach your goal, to achieve your desires? Are you willing to change your reflection so that you can change your future? Step 7. Commitment. I'm 99% in, sorta, kinda, well, maybe. Is it human nature to hedge your bet, to not put all your eggs in one basket, to commit, but always leaving yourself an out? Have you ever tried to organize an event only to be stemmied by the maybe, kinda, sorta crowd? The world is full of people that are afraid to commit, afraid to pull the trigger, afraid to dive into the deep end. They want to be involved, but they just don't want to commit 100%. Martina Navratilova said the difference between involvement and commitment is like ham and eggs. The chicken was involved. The pig was committed. If you want to get noticed, you have to commit 100%. You need to dive into the deep end. I take our cocktail party, for example. Slipping in the room and hanging over by the exit door is not going to get you noticed. You need to walk into the middle of the room like you own the place. Make eye contact. Strike out conversations. That shows commitment and will pay great dividends in your life. When you commit 100%, doors open up and opportunities appear from nowhere. So take the leap of faith. Commit. What do you have to lose? Step 8. Finances. It is said that money makes the world go around. Well, money gives you choices, like buying food or not, to pay your rent or not, to follow your dreams or not. Franklin Adams said, money isn't everything, but the lack of money isn't anything. Now, there are two distinct groups out there that preach to us not to worry about money. The first group are the socialists. They believe the government should take care of you, so why should you worry? Now, Margaret Thatcher famously said, The problem with socialism is that you eventually run out of other people's money. Now, the second group are born into money. They have never had to worry about paying rent or buying groceries in their entire life. Barry Schweitzer said, some people are born in third base and go through life thinking they hit a triple. Now, entrepreneurship requires a lot of things, and one of them is money. For no matter how great an idea you might have, you will need the finances behind it to make it happen. You'll need to get all your ducks in a row. For if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Do your homework. Be truthful with yourself. Find out how much money you need to start to grow and sustain your business. A good market, initial success, beginner's luck, will only take you so far. You need to plan for your future. Warren Buffett said, Only when the tide goes out do you discover who has been swimming naked. Step 9 time. We all have 24 hours in a day 
it is what we do with it that separates us. Wasting time is one of the biggest crimes committed every year. Now, time can be taken from us in the form of a punishment, along with financial and physical penalties. Yes, time is very valuable. Leo Tolstoy said, The strongest of all warriors are these two, time and patience. Overnight success? A phrase we hear all the time, but are they? Most successful companies have paid their debt in time and patience. Any CEO or successful entrepreneur will tell you it has never been an easy ride to the top. They've all had to use perseverance to invest the time to tolerate and push through the roadblocks and obstacles on the road. Sadly, in these fast-paced times, most people don't have the time and patience it requires to hang in there. Remember that time is your ally. It could be the great equalizer if you have the patience to spend your time wisely. In The Art of War, Sun Tzu wrote, One who is prepared and waits for the unprepared will be victorious. Step 10. Action. Lights, camera, action. Time to push yourself out of the nest. You have the momentum. It is time to take action before you start second-guessing yourself. Getting started is the only way you can finish what you started. Zig Ziglar said, You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. It is time to get in the game. If you stand on the sidelines too long, someone is going to ask you to fetch them some water. Now, Rome wasn't built in a day. It took centuries. And your project will take more time than you first think. So track your progress. Put out markers along the way to measure your progress, whether financial markers or other goals to achieve and pass. Expect things to go sideways, for they always will. Remember to celebrate small victories. You don't always have to wait until the ultimate goal is met to be happy with your progress. Nothing succeeds like success. Build upon each accomplishment and continue to move forward. There's a Chinese proverb that goes, the person who says something is impossible should not interrupt the person who's doing it. Where to next? Your task will conclude, goals will be met, and projects will conclude. If you follow these 10 steps to action, each rendition will get easier. Enjoy your journey, but watch your step. Thanks for listening to my podcast about my book, 10 Steps to Action. All of my books are available on Amazon in paperback and in Kindle versions. If you have feedback about this podcast or questions about my books, feel free to reach out to me at kenedietshaw.ca. Have yourself a great day. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can get Ken's podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. See you back soon.